From the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, this is Catholic Military Life, the only official podcast of the Archdiocese. I'm your moderator, Taylor Henry. And for this edition, our topic is the upcoming Father Capadano Memorial Mass that will be uh, celebrated here in uh, Washington, D.C. on September 7th at 6.30 p.m. at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. And joining me by telephone from Virginia is Admiral P. Steve Stanley, who is the uh, chairman of the Father Capadano Guild. And from San Antonio, Texas, retired U.S. Marine Sergeant Major Henry Hernandez, who served with Father Capadano in Vietnam. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you, Taylor. It's good to be here. Uh, Admiral Stanley, uh, you are the chairman of the Father Capadano Guild. Uh, can you um, tell us a little bit more about uh, Father Capadano uh, and uh, how it is that he is currently under consideration for sainthood by the Catholic Church? So, Taylor, great question. Uh, Father Capadano is, is, a, is a Catholic priest who became a missionary and then a, cha- a Catholic Navy chaplain serving with our Marines in Vietnam. And he was known as, uh, as the Grunt Padre, a, a term of endearment by our Marines, because he was there for them always. And it was this, his presence with them on the battlefield that really leads us to where we are today. We'll talk about more about it later, but he was died while rendering last rites and comfort uh, on the field of battle. And uh, our Marines were devoted to him and tried to take care of him. And Henry Hernandez was actually one of the, uh, uh, one one of our chaplain's assistants that served with with, uh, Father Vincent in uh, Vietnam. But what's going on with his cause for canonization? He died rendering last rites, as I've always already said. He was awarded the Medal of Honor, uh, our nation's highest award for heroism. And since that time, uh, the Archdiocese for the Military Services had been getting uh, reports of favors granted by people who had been praying for Father Vincent's intercession. They started for a cause for canonization, that, that established uh, uh, this process, uh, and that's where we are. We're ongoing in the process to get this Catholic priest recognized as a saint in the Catholic Church. Uh, Mr. Hernandez, you uh, gave 30 years of your life in service to the nation as uh, a uh, member of the Marine Corps, and you served with Father Capadano. Uh, tell me about uh, your experience with Father Capadano. What was he like? And uh, tell me more about your interactions with him when you were serving in Vietnam. Well, as uh, everybody already knows, you know, I met him also during Holy Week, 1966. We had just both arrived in country. I was on my second tour. And as I remember, it was uh, Thursday, um, April the 7th. So I wanted to go to confession and um, be ready in case something happened. And I went to confession, but when I saw what was going on, he was sitting on top of some boxes, 
and I was going to be seeing him eye to eye. I was ashamed, embarrassed to go before him, but I couldn't move like if I was stuck to that fan. I went up to him and I said, Father, it's been over eight years since my last confession. And then he just took over because he asked me if I needed help, and I said yes. Afterwards, he said, uh, for your penance, I want you to say the rosary. And I told him, Father, I do not have a rosary. He reached in his pocket, gave me his own personal rosary, said, you do now. As wow. time went by, I kept going to church whenever I could. And then one day, Kilgore, Richard Kilgore, who passed away already, told me, Father Capitano wants to know if you want to be his assistant and bodyguard. And I told him, well, I'll have to carry it with my uh, platoon sergeant. So I did. I accepted his position. And as soon as we, uh, he called me in for like a short interview. And he said, oh, I can see that you're a junior. And I kind of stood up and I said, Father, please don't call me junior. He said, I understand. I'm a junior too, and I hated it. But my mom <laughs> called me junior. <laughs> so... So we started going, and he told me, you know, uh, I want to be one of them. I want to be like them. And at first, I couldn't understand what he was trying to tell me. But it didn't take long for me to figure it out. He wanted to be with the Marines 24-7. Sometimes I used to tell him, Father, we can catch the 1700 chopper, go back to battalion headquarters, get a hot meal, hot shower, and come back in the morning, early in the morning. And he would refuse. He said, no, I'm needed here. I'm, we're staying here. And so, you know, the, the, the Marine loved him for that because he, we were with the Marines 24-7. That's why you called him and, the Grunt Padre, right? Yes. As yeah, Admiral Stanley said. You know, but then, yeah, it took a while for, for, for them to realize that he was one of them. And uh, some of the officers, you know, were kind of like, well, he's not a grunt. And I used to tell the officers, well, you tell that to the Marines. You know, the Marines call it Padre. Uh, I mean, the Grand Padre. But it was uh, Captain Gonzalez that started calling him Padre. And then and then the Marines started calling him the Grand Padre. But, like I said, we were we were out in the field all the time. I mean, and, and at night, uh, we would go from foxhole to foxhole, and he'd be talking to the Marines, and... Uh, uh, I would assume the duty of uh, standing guard on that post while he talked to the two Marines that were on duty. And then around 4 o'clock in the morning, he'd go in and take a short nap. And then 5.30 in the morning, we were up again doing the same thing over and over again. So if I may take this moment just to hold that thought and go back to Admiral Stanley. Okay. Uh, and Admiral okay. Stanley, uh, you mentioned that uh, Father Capadano uh, received posthumously the Medal of Honor uh, award. Um, uh, how did that come about, sir? And uh, what was it exactly uh, that uh, uh, he was uh, awarded that honor for? So the Medal of Honor, maybe the easiest way to answer that question, Taylor, is to talk a little bit about what the Medal of Honor is. Medal of Honor is our highest uh, decoration for heroism on the field of battle. Uh, it was established back during the Civil War time frame. Uh, since that time, we've only awarded just over 3,500 Medals of Honor to all the men and women that, that have ever served uh, you know, since the Civil War, only, only 3,500. 
of that 3,500, only nine have been awarded to um, chaplains. Uh, the first four actually were awarded during the Civil War, and they were actually four Protestant chaplains that received the Medal of Honor. Since that time, five have been awarded to Catholic chaplains. And of those, those five Catholic chaplains who received the Medal of Honor, two of them have ongoing causes for canonization. One is Father Emil Capon, who died as a prisoner of war during Korea, an Army chaplain. And the second is our Navy chaplain, Father Vincent Capadano. Um, the, the Medal of Honor is, a, is, a, is an extreme award. But the idea that, that it, it, uh, when you filter it all down, you end up with these two Catholic chaplains that actually have ongoing causes for canonization. It's it's just a, it just indicates what a rarefied atmosphere it is that that surrounds Father Vincent and uh, Father Capon. Uh, they're amazing stories. All five of the chaplains who've received the Medal of Honor since the Civil War were Catholic. Is that right, Admiral Stanley? That's right. Uh, it's an amazing statement about how our Catholic priests about our souls. And in fact, that's the, the, the one um, attribute of Father Vincent that keeps, you know, slapping me in the face. He cared enough about the souls of the men that he was serving with that he went in front of a 50 caliber machine gun to help them and provide comfort. And how long did this go on, Admiral Stanley? How long was he running in front of the big guns like that before he met his demise? Well, he was, you know, as Henry said, he arrived in, in Vietnam in 1966 during Holy Week. He served one year, which was the standard uh, tour length at the time. He uh, uh, came home for what turned out to be his last visit home, but he was on leave, you know, rest and relaxation type, type uh, leave. And then uh, he had applied to stay in Vietnam, and uh, so he went back. And his family members, when they talk about it, they talk about how he was he was there with them, present with them in Staten Island, but he really wanted to go back to Vietnam. And I think it's so telling when you read uh, the document that he submitted to request an extension in Vietnam, it, what's the justification is that he said, I do not want to leave. It's very simple, right? I just want to, to be here. And and you, so you've got to ask yourself why. And it's because he loved the souls of the men that he was serving with so much. Um, it's just, uh, again, it's an amazing story, the strength of his personality. We're talking about the life and death of Father Vincent R. Capadano, M.M., Vietnam War hero, uh, U.S. Navy chaplain. Uh, joining me from Virginia is Admiral P. Steve Stanley, retired. And also from San Antonio, retired Marine Sergeant Major Henry Hernandez. And do you still have the rosary he gave you when you uh, went to him for confession? Yes, I carry it with me at all times. Um, uh, when I say the rosary, I say it. I mean, I use it. And um, it was funny because one day he asked me, have you said the rosary lately, and I said, Father, I haven't had time. He said, what's going to happen when you ask, when you pray to God, 
and that's for something, then God's going to tell you, I don't have time right now. <laughs> what does that rosary mean to you, Mr. Hernandez? It means a lot. Um, I, uh, let me see if I can. I used it a lot when my, when my daughter was uh, diagnosed with cancer, and she was just here. So, in, um, I mean, a lot of people tell me that I'm blessed to have, to have received that rosary from him. And it came in a little pouch. And um, I believe from the story that his brother told me, he got that when on his trip to Rome, to the Vatican. He got that rosary over there. And also, I was one of the first ones, the first Marines to get uh, St. Christopher medal that he gave out to, to so many Marines. I see. Admiral Steve Stanley talking to us by telephone from Virginia. Admiral Stanley, tell us a little bit more about the upcoming uh, Father Capadona Memorial Mass. It's going to be on uh, September 7th, 6.30 p.m. here at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. This Mass is celebrated every year, Admiral Stanley. What is the purpose of the Mass? Well, the purpose of the Mass is to remember Father Capadano and memorialize him. Uh, we do it normally uh, right around the time, uh, you know, the date of his death, which was the 4th of September in 1967. Um, Archbishop Brolio celebrates the Mass. He's the principal celebrant. And uh, for those of you that haven't heard Archbishop Brolio uh, give a homily, he's a great speaker. And he will bring out these facts about Father uh, Benson that, uh, you know, it just makes it worth to go and listen. But even even better uh, this year, since we didn't have it last year with COVID going on, uh, we're, tra- we're uh, televising this on via EWTN. So people will be able to watch the Mass on TV. All you've got to do is figure out where it's, when it's being broadcast in your local area and tune in. And EWTN will rebroadcast a documentary that uh, it uh, 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 co-produced uh, on the, the life and death of Father Capadano, Called and Chosen. We don't have a schedule just yet for the airings of uh, that documentary, but uh, uh, Admiral Stanley, uh, if you could please tell us a little more about this documentary, uh, uh, some of the background, and uh, you know, what's the central message of the film? Well, the, the central message of the film is uh, the life and, uh, you know, the, what happened in Vietnam to Father, Father Capadano. And it, it, the idea that he was called and chosen comes out throughout the, the film. Uh, the director is Jim Kelty. He did a great job with the, the film. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to wor- wait to see it on EWTN for your donation of $20 sent to the Capitano Guild, um, we will get you a copy in the mail. I see. And uh, what is the, uh, uh, where can one go online to uh, make that uh, donation and arrange to get a copy of the film? So our website is Guild. one word, C-A-P-O-D-A-N-N-O-G-U-I-L-D dot org so dot org and uh there's more information about father capadano there information about what the guild is doing you can make donations 
Uh, and you can also get a, uh, a 9 by 12 lithograph of Father uh, Capadano for your donation. So, um, it, you know, I encourage people to go and check out the website. But even more, what we need is your prayers. And, you know, it's not just prayers for our cause. It, you know, our Catholic Church needs your prayers. Our nation, our world needs your prayers. And certainly we would ask for your prayers for our cause. It, it's, uh, it's an inter- interesting time for our cause. Um, we got kind of held up here with COVID, but the Congregation for the Causes of Saints over in Rome is working on our cause. And we, they have printed what's called the positio, a position paper, which will go to the Holy Father for approval. Uh, it still requires consideration by the theological consultants in Rome, but then it will go to Pope Francis for his approval. Uh, if Pope Francis agrees, uh, he will declare um, uh, heroic virtue and uh bestow the title of venerable servant of God on Father Vincent. That's the next step in the canonization process. We've got uh, one miracle that's already been submitted uh, to Rome for their consideration. It was pulled together by uh, the uh, Diocese of Palm Beach, Florida. They did the review of it and submitted the package uh, to Rome. Uh, and it's it's a it's an amazing miracle. So it's, it's a woman who had multiple cirrhosis. Uh, she was actually from Staten Island, also, just like Father Vincent. Um, she had um, multiple cirrhosis. There's there's documentation of her condition. She started praying for the intercession of Father Vincent, and a and a few years later, uh, the MRI of her brain shows that all the lesions that were there are gone. So. It's, it's an amazing uh, miracle, uh, one of those that is just very clear-cut. There's no medical explanation for this. So we're hopeful that that miracle will be accepted by the congregation and approved by the Holy Father as the next step leading towards the beatification of Father Vincent. Admiral Stanley, is it possible to know how long this process will take, when we might can expect a decision from Rome? It's not really possible. You know, we joke about things happen in Rome time. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it's starting to warm up over there. Uh, my indications are that the congregation's starting to work again, and so we're hopeful that, that this will uh, start moving uh, uh, quickly here in the near term. We actually thought we would get the approval um, of the Positio and the Declaration of Heroic Virtue um, in right before uh, COVID broke out. So we're about, you know, a year and a half past that time now. So we're hopeful that things will move quickly here. Another question for uh, retired Sergeant Major Henry Hernandez, a 30-year veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps, you who served with Father Capadano. I uh, want to take you back to uh, September 4th, uh, 1967. Uh, when you heard about Father Capadano's death, uh, what was your reaction? I was speechless. Uh, I felt like if uh, a mule had kicked me in the stomach. I remember dropping to my knees and uh, started crying. 
and uh, you could tell that a lot of the Marines had heard the bad news also. And um, I got my ro- rosary out that he had given me. I kissed the cross, made the sign of the cross, and I asked permission to be alone. And uh, I said the rosary in his uh, honor. And um, I remember years later, I was uh, reading uh, the Bible, and uh, it said that uh, I shall strike the shepherd, and his flock will despair. And what it did, it just it just brought the Marines closer together. Um, at all the reunions, every two years, one seven has a reunion, and um, I always get up and um, say something about the Padre. You know, they all all the Marines during that era uh, remember him, and the Marines that served after he was gone, they still they still knew who he was. Mr. Hernandez, how is your daughter doing? Well, she just went back to California uh, Monday, uh, Saturday, I'm sorry, Saturday, and she has two appointments today, one with a doctor that's dealing with her cancer, but she's in remission, but she's getting fever about every other day, and she's got a skin infection, so she's going to be seeing a specialist to see what's causing that infection to uh, be reoccurring on her. Well, please know she is in our prayers. Uh, my daughter had cancer, so I'm a, a dad who can uh, can certainly relate uh, to where you stand right now with that. Yeah. And uh, you know that our prayers and hopes are, are with you and your family. Admiral Stanley. You're welcome, sir. Admiral Stanley talking to us by phone from uh, Virginia. Uh, is the uh, September 7th Father Capadano Memorial Mass here in Washington, 6.30 p.m., open to the public? Yes, it is. Um, so we're hopeful that if you can come, uh, you'll be with us. It'll be in the Crypt Church in the uh, Basilica of the Immaculate Conception up in northeast uh, Washington, D.C., uh, but again, you know, uh, if you can't make it with us, I hope you can tune in to EWTN and see, uh, uh, you know, enjoy the math there. Admiral Stanley, more than anything else, uh, what can we learn from the life of Father Capadano and his uh, record of uh, service to our country and to our church? Uh, you know, we, we, we know that uh, Christ taught us that the, the greatest love is to lay down one's life for one's neighbor. Um, tell us a little bit more your thoughts on that. Well, um, I think he hit it on the head. I mean, it's, it's this love of souls. It, he cared so much about the sacrament that he, he only he could provide on that battlefield that he just... He'd, he'd put his personal safety aside and went forward uh, with, you know, fearlessly to provide comfort and to render the last rites uh, because he cared about the souls. He cared about the souls of these Marines. And, uh, you know, uh, there, there's, no, there's no better um, offering that one can get, make other than their own life, and that's what he gave. And you mentioned earlier that uh, all five chaplains in the U.S. military to receive the Medal of Honor were Catholic since the Civil War. 
uh, all five Catholics, uh, all five chaplains receiving the Medal of Honor in the uh, since the Civil War, all Catholic. Why do you su- suppose that is? Well, I think it, it it gets at that what we were just talking about. There's there's there is this recognition by our Catholic priest, and in this case, our Catholic chaplain priest, that they can that their job is to you know get souls to heaven, and that's what Father Vincent was doing. He was doing it not just on the battlefield. He did it day to day in his relationships with the with the uh, Marines, just like uh, Sergeant Major Hernandez has, has discussed. He was personal. He he saved uh, lives with his words, his actions. And uh, uh, I mean, one of the stories that we could tell is is uh, Leo Rosetta, who was a uh, Navy uh, corpsman so a, a medical uh, technician in, in the Navy, who had been uh, out in s- several hard battles with the Marines. And he was, he was being challenged with what today we recognize as post-traumatic stress disorder. He was just, you know, shell-shocked. He was um, really having uh, mental issues. Uh, he came to Father Vincent to ask for help. And why was he asking for help? Well, the, the the doctors that were seeing him and caring for him were going to send him home. And what uh, Leo Rosetta thought was, that's because I'm a coward. And he knew he was he knew that if he had had it was sent home, he would he won't say this himself, but he would hurt himself. He would commit suicide. And. Uh, Father Vincent interceded for him. He was such that Leo was established in a, in a hospital billet and was able to fill out his full tour of duty in Vietnam. So he went home not thinking that it was a coward, but having completed the job that he was sent forward to do. That's how Father Vincent saved lives. Closing remarks, uh, Mr. Hernandez, you first, please, sir. Yes, uh, I just want to say something funny. I mean, uh, Father Capitano had a sense of humor. Uh, I found out that on um, that Father Capitano was born on 13 February. Uh, so then I brought up the subject and I told him, I said, uh, Padre, you know, one more day and you would have been born on um, uh, Valentine's Day, which is uh, the February the 14th. I said, I bet you would look cute as uh, Cupid, you know, in your little diaper and the bow and arrow. And he stood up and he said, Hernandez. And I knew that I had struck a nerve, so I just said, okay, no more about that. And I got up and laughed before he said anything else, you know. One of the many reasons why he was the grunt padre, right? He could uh, josh with the the troops. Uh, Admiral Stanley, uh, your closing remarks, sir. So I guess I'd like to leave our audience with one thought. Um, During Vietnam, we had a policy that if you received three Purple Hearts, you were sent home. And what a Purple Heart is an award that we give, a medal that we give to recognize a wound received in battle. So if you got three wounds in battle, you were sent home. It didn't matter where you were in your tour. We, we said that was enough. You're going to go back to the United States. Well, Father Capadano, on the uh, 4th of September in 
uh, he received his first wound, which was a shot that, that hit his right hand, a rifle shot that hit his right hand. Uh, hurt his hand uh, significantly. We think he lost a couple of fingers during that, that, uh, that attack. Uh, he was bandaged up. Uh, the, the medical people that were attended to him tried to evacuate him. He said, no, no, I'm staying, right? Later that same day, a mortar shell goes off and just rakes his right arm. And uh, he actually loses the function of his right arm. He can no longer lift his arm up. So he's on this field of battle trying to give last rites, trying to bless these Marines. And he's using his left arm to move his right arm in the sign of the cross over these Marines. That was his second wound, this mortar shell. The third wound was the 50 caliber machine gun, 27 shots in his back as he tried to render comfort and last rites to uh, a, a Marine and a corpsman that were down in front of that, that machine gun. He got those three wounds, his third wound, and he went home. Wow. Gentlemen, thank you so much for talking to me today. And uh, just a reminder to our listener, uh, the Father Capadano Memorial Mass held annually uh, will be celebrated September 7th here in Washington, D.C. at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, 6.30 p.m. Daylight Savings Time. Um, Admiral P. Steve Stanley, Chairman of the Father Capadano Guild, and retired U.S. Marine Sergeant Major Henry Hernandez, who served with Father Capadano. Thank you so much for talking to me. Yes, sir. 